Hello friends, today we will be talking about gaslighting, what it is, what it can look like, and how it affects us. Let's get started. Hi friends, this is Bethany Jennings, and you're listening to We Should Talk. It's a podcast where we talk about anything and everything to encourage, equip, and empower you to be a decent human. Let's talk. Before we dive right in, there's some stuff that some people want to tell you, so we'll be right back. So, as previously stated, today we'll be talking about gaslighting. Um, This is another kind of buzzword that's going around right now. Um, I don't know that it's always used correctly or like in the appropriate uh, setting or applied to the appropriate occurrence, but I do want to talk about it. Um, some things that, you know, I've seen or things that I've read. Um, and I, again, this is, this is not all 100% my opinion, my take, but it is things that I've read. And then I'll give a little bit of my take on there. (laughs) Um, and you may, you may recognize some of this uh, from interactions with people, or you may be the people <laughs> that is, uh, you may be the person that is inadvertently gaslighting. I hope it's inadvertent. I don't know. But once you know, you got to fix it. So if you don't want to fix things, stop listening now. All right, let's get started. So what is gaslighting? Gaslighting is when someone else denies your reality and it creates like a um a lack of self-trust or you get this feeling that oh I'm I'm I must be crazy because this person completely denies the the reality of what's happening to you. And when I say your reality, I don't mean like I'm a cat, live your truth. No, that's not <laughs> that's not the reality I mean. I mean something that has actually happened this is reality for you and they try to change it or try to change your perception of it or try to uh, change the narrative there's different ways to do it we're going to get into those uh, types of gaslighting there's we're going to talk about five different types today but the overall definition is when someone denies the reality of your situation and it makes you lose trust in yourself and sometimes your sanity. So what are the five types of gaslighting? Uh, we'll get there. There, There's lots of chronics and creatings and smearings. <laughs> lots of words in there. But we do need to acknowledge that gaslighting is actually a form of abuse. It is a form of emotional abuse. Um, because it, it does make your emotions get a little crazy. Like your emotions will be all over the place because you, anytime you're questioning your own sanity, your emotions are going to get a little out of whack. And so it is a form of emotional abuse. Gaslighting is a form of emotional abuse where another person tries to control your perception of reality. And then over time you start questioning your own sanity. So what what can this look like 
Um, and what can the results be? So the, these are these are five different kinds of gaslighting. There's chronic lying, which I mean is pretty much what it sounds like. You're lying. The person's lying all the time. It's a pattern, by definition, a pattern of lying where once caught within a lie, instead of admitting that you're lying, your character is attacked. So, for example, this person's lying to you about, we'll do a very simple example, uh, th- about doing the laundry, I guess. Something very simple. And they're like, no, I already did that, I already did that, I already did that. And you're like, I'm telling you, I'm looking at the laundry right here. This was needed to be done. And instead of saying, you're right, I lied, I didn't want to do the laundry, the person turns around and calls you crazy. You are so crazy. You did not leave that there. You did not. And so now all of a sudden, you're, you're psycho, right? Or on a more serious note, if you're in a relationship with someone and they are... Um, texting or talking to someone else they're on their phone all the time that kind of stuff and you say look I just don't I don't feel like you're spending enough time with me I see you're on your phone all the time I don't trust what's happening and they're just lying 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 about it right no it's business it's business it's business but when the phone happens to ring and you see that it is not a business partner on the on the screen <laughs> um, and you call them on it you're so crazy you're just jealous you're just and they 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 take that route or um, it could happen with gambling problem. It could happen, uh, I've seen it happen where a spouse just isn't comfortable around, um, isn't comfortable having her husband around another female. And so they say, look, babe, I, it's not that I don't trust you. It's just that this person makes me really uncomfortable. They're very unpredictable. I've seen them be very, uh, aggressively promiscuous in the past. And I just, I don't like for you two to be alone. Even if it's just business. And instead of the husband saying, you know, well, we're not, we're not alone that much, blah, 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 blah. And the wife points it out. Well, then she's just a crazy, jealous, hormonal person, right? So it's chronic lying. I'm not doing this. I'm not I did do this, I did, I did, I did, or I did it. And then you catch them at it. And once they're caught, instead of admitting that they're lying, they just call you crazy. Um, here's another type of gaslighting. Chronic blame. So chronic lying, obviously you're lying all the time. Chronic blame is uh, anytime you have an issue, the person blames you for bringing the issue on rather than taking accountability for their behavior. Right. So back to the previous example of the spouse not feeling comfortable uh, with her husband being around certain a certain female. Instead of the husband saying, you know what, I could see where that could be a problem. I will make sure that we're never alone in a room or in an office. I'll make sure that I don't, you know, I'm not talking to her alone because, you know, you're you could be right. Instead of doing that, it's. Uh, why are you so jealous? Why are you hating on her? Why are you? And all of a sudden, it's your fault that <laughs> that this other female's got a problem, right? Instead of you just trying to protect your marriage, you're at fault for something. Um, again, taking accountability for your behavior, that's, that's a big boy, big girl thing to do. 
And a lot of emotionally immature people are not going to do that. So, yeah. Anytime you have an issue, like if I have an issue with something and someone else says I made the issue, it's my own fault, right? Another example would be somebody saying, well, I wouldn't have done that if you weren't, right? So it's not all of a sudden it's your fault that their behavior is a certain way. Um, I wouldn't yell at you if you didn't make me so mad. I wouldn't have to whoop our kids this hard if you did any kind of discipline. So somehow it's your fault that your spouse is not abusive. See what I mean? So chronic lying, chronic blame. The next one to talk about is narrative creating. So this is this makes one person the victim while... The other people question their sanity. So the person that is doing the the gaslighting, they're a victim. Oh, I can't believe you would do that to me. You mistreat me so much. Blah, 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 blah. The whole time, the person that is experiencing the gaslighting is questioning, maybe they're right. Maybe I'm crazy. Narrative creating. It's um, a pattern of recreating a scenario, a new narrative about how events went that doesn't actually match up to the events, right? Like, uh, I'm trying to think of an example. It's like uh, a husband is trying to get a hold of his wife on the phone, and the wife told the husband, I'm going to be away from my phone. I have a doctor's appointment, but I'll... I'll, I'll let you know when Dr. Portman's over. Now, the, the wife may have told the husband this. And again, I keep saying husband-wife. It can be literally in a relationship. But we see this most often in more intimate relationships um, for various reasons. But we, we'll, we might get into that later. Um, I, so anyways, the spouse is like, I'm going to be away from my phone for a doctor's appointment. I'll let you know. I'll call you when it's over. Let you know everything goes. Well, maybe the husband wasn't actually listening or wife wasn't actually listening. You know, if it's the husband in the appointment. And so they call 500,000 times. They're like, I was worried about you. You could have been bleeding out dead. I, I'm just sitting over here worried, sick about you. And I can't believe that you wouldn't even tell me that this was happening so that I could be prepared to not speak to you for this long. We're talking like an hour. Calm down. But they were told they just weren't listening. But because they didn't pay attention or because they wanted the spouse's attention then, they're the victim, right? Narrative creating. You create a narrative that actually doesn't match the events of reality in order to make yourself seem like the victim instead of understanding that we're both full-grown adults here. So the next one um, is called chronic objecting. Chronic objecting. So when you talk about the issue or try to hold the person accountable for the issue, they switch the topic and attempt to throw you off course, right? So you never actually get to the discussion about the real issue, right? They'll throw something else out there to get you distracted. So for you to say, babe, I really need your help picking up the house today if you could help me. And instead of them saying, you're right, 
I'm going to try to contribute. <laughs> Instead of doing that, it becomes, you're just like your mother. You're always nagging. Well, the issue is not my nagging. The issue is that you're not contributing to the household. See what I mean? See what I mean there? Now, most of these, again, I know most of these are like marriage examples. But it, it works like this in a lot of different kinds of relationships. So you end up going in circles. You never actually address the issue. You end up arguing about how your mom's not a nagger and you really just need help with the house. But why your mom and then he becomes his dad and and, and then you, you end up with an argument, but you never actually discuss the true issue going on. Chronic objecting, right? It's like, objection, your honor. We can't talk about that. We're going to change the topic. That's what that's about. Um, and then there is also one other one known as reputation smearing. And it's pretty much what it sounds like. <laughs> you go around smearing someone's reputation. This is a pattern. Again, all of these are going to be patterns. Patterns. This isn't just like a one-time event. This is like repetitive occurrences, a pattern of this behavior. Uh, reputation smearing is a pattern of discrediting a person in order to get other people on your side or to get sympathy. So basically you're walking around running your mouth about somebody to, I guess, build an army of warriors. <laughs> um, they, so they'll be on your side and you'll have all the sympathy and so you paint this other person in a horrible light, whether it's true or not. It doesn't have to be true, but you're the one with the paintbrush, right? So you're painting some version of reality here and you're smearing this person's reputation. Well, she told me that I had better blah, 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 blah. And that's not what happened at all. You went to her and asked what you should do, but you didn't like what she told you. Yep. This gives, when, when, when a manipulator does this, when a gaslighter does this, it gives them a sense of power over how people perceive their victim. I can tell people that my wife is a ditz. I can tell people that my sibling is just lazy. They're not going to know any different. They're not in our house. So I can control the reputation. But if they do something nice for me, well, then I'll let up a minute. But the minute they do something I don't like, I'm going to start smearing their reputation. And everyone's going to think what I want them to think about this person. So, that is gaslighting in a very short and condensed um, five types, right? So, denying a person's reality, creating a lack of self-trust, and inducing feelings of insanity. That's what gaslighting is, and that's what it does. It is emotional abuse that tries to control the person's perception of reality, therefore making them feel absolutely insane. Chronic lying, chronic blame, narrative creating, chronic objecting, and reputation smearing. Now, here's the thing. I am sure... That at some point in your life and in your interactions with people, um, this has happened. And I don't, I don't believe that it's always uh, intentional. Like, I don't think everyone knows that they're gaslighting. 
someone. I think um, that's just how they've been taught to handle situations, especially like in leadership positions. You think that's how you should manage people. Uh, but that's not that's not management. That's manipulation. And trust me, I'm all about people management because I I tend to look at people and see possibilities instead of reality. And I'm working on that. And so I want to manage the situation to help that person reach their full potential. Right? And there's all kinds of leadership tactics to do that. But you cannot manipulate a situation to get the result that you want from a person. You're not God. That's not your role. You're, you, you, are, you can facilitate the best possibility for someone. But when you start trying to control how people feel about situations, you start trying to control how they perceive situations. You start trying to control um, how other people perceive, you know, people that you're leading. That's a problem. That's a major problem. And we do, I mean, we, in the church in general, not just, you know, Pentecostal apostolic, in the church in general, we can see where, especially reputation smearing, because we're supposed to be these good Christian humans, you know, and it's like, well, sister so-and-so has been blarty, 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 because you didn't like something that she did or said, right? Or you run your mouth about how someone parents their kids, or you run your mouth about how somebody prays for somebody else, or you just run your mouth, just run your mouth for no reason. And you don't even realize it, but you are trying to lead other people to believe lies about a fellow saint. Isn't that crazy? Why would you do that? Or you blame someone else for your issues. Seen this a lot. Usually when people have no intention of changing their behavior to get closer to Christ. Yeah. You get caught in a lie or you get caught... Uh, you get caught making poor choices and it's always somebody else's fault. Well, I wouldn't act this way if my mom didn't. What's your mama got to do with you? You're full grown. You are full grown. Make your own decisions. Anyways, I do think that's something that needs to be addressed and discussed. That yes, a lot of who we are as people is determined in our childhood. Most of who you are is determined by the time you're 12. Most of who you are, not all, but most. But at some point, you take responsibility for your own actions and you can either reparent yourself or you can repeat the cycle. Those are your options, reparent or repeat. That was a by the way. That didn't have anything to do with gaslighting. But <laughs> that was a by the way. So there you go. There's gaslighting and a few extras. Um, I'm sure you've experienced this. Let me know about it. I'll talk to y'all later. Well, that was fun. Uh, I'm glad you stuck around for the whole thing. And thank you for talking to me today. Y'all go like and follow and review and do all the podcast things that people do. And um, don't forget to be a good human. Mm-hmm.